Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Welcome to Woman Who Chat. I'm Sandra Garlick and today I'm interviewing Lisa Simcox. Hi Lisa, how are you? Hi, I'm very well. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Let's have a chat about how you got to where you are now. I mean, you run a a sort of marketing company, you help people with their brand. Tell us how you got to, to starting your own company. Oh gosh, accidental entrepreneur, which who knew that was even a term? I never dreamt of being a small business owner. It was never part of my plan, although I must admit I never really had a plan. But yeah, I had a successful um, uh, corporate career, just over 25 years, and worked with the most amazing brands from Selfridges, Asda, Peugeot, Harvey Nichols, you kind of name it. But I got to the point where I wasn't enjoying it anymore. My job had suddenly become all about three-hour committee meetings. It was lovely, I had you know managing director title, but it was just not me. So I decided, I love taking a risk anyway, and I'm a big believer there are lots of other things out there. So yeah, I just decided to resign, much to the shock of everybody around me. And when they asked, you know, what are you going to do? I kind of go, I'm going to be an international woman in mystery. Because <laughs> I have no idea whatsoever. So yeah, I kind of walked away and went... Yeah, plan would have been good at this stage. So um, I I wanted to find a new passion. I wanted to find something that really kind of, you know, it it really drives me is that kind of um, fire in your belly. So I did so many courses and workshops. Oh, gosh, I qualified as a coach, a teacher, a natural skincare formulator, a cake decorator, you name it. I just... You've got many strings to your bow then, Lisa, I hear you. <laughs> I have so many diplomas. I, I just want to, you know, pepper a wall with all of those certificates just to go, look. And one of the things that I did really enjoy is the um, craft workshops. And I found that I was really good at modern calligraphy and flower painting. It's like, who knew? Which is kind of my story the whole way through. It's who knew there was a big, you know, this world of the day and who knew there were all these interesting things to do. But the workshops, some of the craft workshops I went on, I thought, you know what? I think I could do a better job than this. Yeah, I set I set it up with kind of, you know, no startup investment, no experience of running a small business, no clue. And because I can't help but help people, I, obviously I was coming across all these craft business owners and kind of going, oh, have you thought about this? Or what about that? Or that opportunity? And it was, one day, one of the ladies that ran was running the workshop just turned around and said, why don't you do this for a living? And this light bulb just went off of, oh, my goodness, my passion is marketing. Why aren't I doing this? So literally that afternoon, I got home, set up Little Artisan Marketeer. That's a fantastic story. And sometimes it's the simple things. It just at those light bulb moments. And, you know, you said a couple of things there. You know, if you don't like something, change it. That was a very brave thing to do, to resign from your job and then think, I don't know what I want to do next. So, you know, that shows true resilience, plus a a hidden confidence, really, in your own ability to that you knew knew you'd find your passion. Yeah, and I think that the thing of I love change, 
I know most people, I know most people don't, but I the, one of the reasons that I love my job so much and was so passionate with the team was I was constantly working with different brands. So there was never one day that was the same. You know, Monday could be Selfridges, Tuesday could be Asda. So I'm going from London to Leeds and completely different environments. So, yeah, suddenly when it became repetitive of constant, you know, risk meetings, operational meetings, it just wasn't me. And I think sometimes in these very large organisations, they tend to have meetings for meetings' sake. Almost. Oh, my goodness. And they book for three hours. And funny enough, they last for three hours. And I used to sit there thinking, I'm never going to get this time back. Mm-hmm. And I'd come back to my office and I'd have a queue of the team waiting for me. Or they'd walk with me to meetings just to get some of my time. <laughs> I just thought, no, this is crazy. So since setting up your business, what do you think has been the biggest challenge? Oh, gosh, um, Mindset which is almost a daily thing because, you know, I hadn't planned to set up a business. I had no clue. I thought I was an expert at marketing. (laughs) Suddenly setting up my own business and going, okay, maybe I need to relearn some things. Um, But also the amount of hats that you have all the time. And I think the, the ability to still remain, believe in yourself and still be confident. And I've recognized that, you know what, there are going to be some days when I don't have that confidence and that I think, you know, why would somebody buy from me? Why would anybody want this? But to actually kind of have a chat with yourself and just go, you know what, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? I remember building my website um, and a lady helped me build it. That was brilliant. And I just remember hovering over the publish button and I could feel these little beads of sweat, you know, coming down my forehead and just thinking, oh my goodness, and it's like, no, just do it. And I did. And the roof didn't fall in. <laughs> and, you know, you, you're an Academy member now. You realise there's lots of other women in exactly the same position as you. Absolutely. Uh, and we do. We all wear lots of hats. You know, we, we have to until we are, you know, trading enough and making enough money to outsource some of those tasks that yeah. probably we don't particularly like anymore. So, yeah, I mean, that's a great, great challenge, really. I, I imagine that most business owners have that imposter syndrome almost yeah. at the start and it's when um when people approach me to you know get some help uh, and the amount of times that I hear I feel overwhelmed I don't know what I should be doing I do this and the experts tell me to do that but I just don't know and I end up doing nothing I hear that so often because our own mindset will stop us doing things so what's next on the horizon then? What, what, what are your plans for, for next year and, and the upcoming months? Gosh, I'm, I'm beyond excited. I've been going now, well, I kind of did a few months before the world stopped, but obviously then the world stopped. So I spent the last 18 months or so rebuilding my business and it's gone so well. So what I'm finding is I've already levelled up once, but I need to level up again because of the, I've set myself a target, sorry, I've set myself a target to have a thousand small businesses next year. Two reasons for doing that. One is I genuinely want to help that many small businesses. But two, it gives me a target and a focus. So as part of that, I am rebranding my business because I'm going to be offering a lot more than I do today. So today is very much around um, marketing packages and solutions. And I've just started 
rerunning my marketing workshops, but I want to start to expand that. And I've trialled um, an, a, um, a course in the last few months, and that lady has had phenomenal success. So I'm going to make that um, part of the offer as well. So it's all really exciting. Everybody else seems to be calming down for Christmas, and I'm going, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do this early January. So there's a lot to be done by then, but so exciting. And I think a lot of us, you know, depending on time of year, whether it be Christmas or summer holidays or Easter or whatever, some people really do power down and say, right, I'm going to have so many weeks off. Mm. But actually, I'm very similar in that I see those as planning times, time mm. for innovating and new things. And I think we share that probably in common that I love change. I love coming up with new ideas and I can see the excitement uh, in you. I can hear it in your voice, the passion of, of doing something new. Mm. Um, so it, it must be a really exciting time for you. Yeah, and I also know that, um, you know, even from my corporate days, I used to be the same, but I'd take a holiday and I'd get ill. So I've learned from that. I still take days out. You know, between Christmas and New Year, I've got a spa day. Oh, lovely. Well, yeah, because you have to really, don't you, you know. Um, <laughs> but, but I know, but I also know that's a day when I give my brain a break and I come up with the best ideas. Mm. So yeah. it's still kind of working in a lovely way and I think we have to give our brains that space if yeah. we don't if we don't create that space we're not creating the space to innovate are we by stopping and just being absolutely yeah and I think sometimes it's you know you can be doing the most mundane things and suddenly think oh, wow I should be doing this or that's what I've been trying to think of you know, whether I've got a four-year-old nephew and he's brilliant for distracting me because he's fascinated by my curly hair anyway. So he's constantly playing with it and he uses me as a climbing frame. So those are the times when I'm so immersed in kind of having fun with him that I know I also get great ideas. That's great. So, you know, we, as business owners, we all have tough times. We all have those down days. We all have days when things just don't seem to go right. What what motivates you, Lisa? What what brings you back up so that you're because you always seem to be bubbly and happy <laughs> and you know excited about what you're doing how, how, you must have those days where things don't quite go right so how do you lift yourself back up yeah you know it's, it's funny I, I, I talk about you know even in my corporate days I loved what I did but I didn't wake up happy every day now I absolutely wake up happy every day and get to do what I love to do every day. So on those days when something hits me or, you know, there's the something that I hadn't expected, I just take the time out. Because sometimes you just have to take a step back and just think, okay, I've got an issue. How am I going to resolve it? Rather than just kind of keep motoring. So, yeah, you know, sometimes just allow it to happen. Because we can't all be upbeat. Well, you know, maybe some people can, but I can't be upbeat. 100% of the time. I think I, I just play myself out. <laughs> I don't think anybody can, really. I think with some people portray that upbeat. We only see yeah. the surface and we don't see them crumbling elsewhere. I mean, with me, what you see is what you get. You get the warts and all. Um, but, you know, we have to build in strategies for coping with those yeah. challenges, don't we? And yeah, I agree. Yeah. And a bit like, you know, you say, you know, you are very open in terms of your content. So am I. Because I think, you know, people get to know the real you versus that kind of suit of armour that you might wear. Absolutely, definitely. So 
I ask everybody that I talk to, you know, if you could share a top tip with our audience today, what would that top tip be? Uh, that's easy. Take action and keep taking action. It doesn't matter how many times you mess up or how many mistakes you make, keep moving forward. I think that's a fantastic top tip. And I don't think the actions need to be huge either, do they? No. Just baby, keep going. baby steps are, are yeah. enough, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Even if you feel overwhelmed, you know, just take a tiny action and you'd be amazed how good that feels. Well, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you, Lisa. Oh, I do. Thank I you. I can't wait to see all your new innovations and ideas <laughs> come to fruition. So thank you, Lisa Simcox. Oh, pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.